Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Short Tales, a series of short stories and reviews written and read by me, Damien Robb. We'll get to this month's review shortly, but first, I want you to think about a time your body did something unexpected. When you felt a pain or a twinge or a niggle that you hadn't felt before, and it left you feeling slightly alarmed and uncertain. Uncertain if it was something important or not. Whether you should do something about it or not. When you had a choice to make and chose to do nothing. This review is on Runner's Knee. A few years ago, I gave myself runner's knee. When I first noticed it, I was running. I was on the Mooney Ponds Creek Trail, which travels unsurprisingly alongside the Mooney Ponds Creek and runs from the Docklands through the northern suburbs up towards Melbourne International Airport. My intention was to run 20 kilometres, a not undifficult distance, but one that I had mandated for myself. I'd done so for good reason. July 28th was coming. I started strong. I had the day off and so had prepared well. I'd eaten a sensible breakfast, waited the appropriate amount of time for digestion to take place. The day's weather was cool but fair. Conditions were perfect. For the first kilometre, I was working out the kinks, letting stiffness leave my body. The second kilometre felt good, very good. My body temperature was low, my breathing was easy, and I was flying over the cement with the comfortable grace of a gazelle. Then came the twinge, the niggle. The lone forerunner sprinting to the castle to let all inside know that trouble was just over the horizon. I did what anyone with the twin drivers of motivation and denial would do. I kept running. Throughout the third and fourth kilometres, I evaluated and re-evaluated the state of my knee. The niggle had grown into something more, discomfort, but only for brief periods. Mostly when I was going up or down an incline. On those inclines, I would worry questioning if I should stop while not really wanting to, wondering if I was doing more harm than good. Then the flats would come, the niggle would subside, and I would convince myself that everything was fine. It was just my tendons playing funny buggers, even though that was a thing they'd never done before. My watch vibrated, letting me know that the fourth kilometre was complete, while simultaneously informing me how long it took me to run it. It was a good time. I couldn't stop now. Definitely not. I rounded a bend in the track and headed up a slight hill. The niggle that had become discomfort now became pain. July 28th, I told myself, and pushed through the pain. I pushed through until I got to a flat, where now the discomfort continued. That was worrying. 
Flats were my reprieve. They were where my optimistic delusion lived. That discomfort chased my optimism away. My watch vibrated again, telling me I'd reached the five kilometre mark. Fifteen more to go. Fifteen more kilometres and who knew what state my knee would be in by then. But July 28th, I told myself. Won't be possible if you damage your knee beyond recovery now, a second voice said. That second voice sounded somewhat like my wife, who when it comes to my limits is more realistic and knowledgeable than me. It's a good voice to have in my head beside my own. So I let my momentum stop along with my watch. On the five kilometre walk home, my knee continued to be uncomfortable and sore. It would prove to remain this way for many days to come. Runner's knee is a generic term used to describe a number of overuse injuries that result in pain around the kneecap, also known as the patella. The most common form of runner's knee is called patellofemoral pain syndrome, or PFPS. It's what I had and involves pain around the fat pad beneath the patella, the synovial tissue lining the knee joint and the surrounding tendons. In other words, pain in front of, around and beneath the kneecap. You can see why it's the most common. As suggested earlier, runner's knee generally comes from overuse. In my case, this is 100% the reason. Just a few days before its onset, my wife, the one whose voice exists not only inside my head, but also thankfully outside of it, had wisely suggested I cool it a bit on the running. I'd been going hard. Mondays involved a 10 to 14 kilometre run. On Wednesdays, it was a gentler 8 kilometres before the big one on Friday, which would range anywhere between 14 to 20 kilometres. I was also riding to work throughout that week, as well as going for walks during the day. I'd been completing this weekly routine for about a month, building up that longer Friday run until now when I was set to complete the 20. I've since learned my wife's advice had already come too late, as runner's knee presents around two weeks after the initial overuse. The kneecap is different to a lot of the rest of your body, in that it floats within the knee. When not floating, it rests within its home, called the tracheal groove. Then it's able to slide up and down within the knee as you sit and stand and flex and bend. What helps with all this sliding and floating is articular cartilage, which is a slippery substance. There are also fluids and fat pads that help with the lubricating and cushioning. It's a fairly robust system, albeit a strange one, unless you overdo it. Then comes inflammation, soreness, and a certain amount of hobbling when faced with stairs. There are a number of ways to treat runner's knee. Icing it is an excellent first step, and second, and third, and fourth, and fifth. And this is because it's a good idea to ice the knee up to five times a day for around 15 minutes at a time. Compression and elevation also helps, as does taping and bracing the knee. Then there's the one major treatment that is all but mandatory when faced with runner's knee. Rest. On one website that I went to while researching this affliction, it asked the question, Can I run with runner's knee? The answer was, in short, no. I kept running. Well, I had a week and a half off, and then I was back to running through the pain. That week and a half did do some good, as even with me still running, the pain was less than it had been before, and the recovery the days after a run seemed quicker. I did an 8km run, then a 10 a week later, then tried again for the 20 a few more days after that. This was not a good idea, but July 28th was coming, and I knew without the mental knowledge of having done the 20, that I wouldn't survive. I completed the 20 without too much trouble. It hurt at times, yes, but less so than on that first day. Given everything, it was pretty good. The next morning, however, was a different story. 
the inflammation was well and truly back, not that it had ever really left, and the stairs at work proved to be a mighty milestone I was proud to overcome. I iced it and elevated it, and the day after that, it started to feel okay again. I did one more 6km run before July 28th, and this pattern repeated itself. Then, July 28th came. The day of Run Melbourne, a half marathon which weaves through the heart of Melbourne CBD and that I'd signed up for nearly six months prior. 21.1 kilometres of track that I completed with a persistent discomfort in my knee and begin to pay for just over two hours after crossing the finish line. Beyond that, the run itself was, surprisingly, rather pleasant. I don't usually give ratings when I do reviews, but if I did, I wouldn't rate Runner's Knee all that highly. But then I would also have to admit that its onset and continued existence was entirely due to the choices I had made. Choices tell us a lot about the person making them. They tell us about that person's motivations and desires. They tell us about that person's fears and faults. They can, when looked at from a point of distance, tell you things about yourself you might not have known or recognised previously. It's been a few years now since my choices led to my knee becoming swollen and painful, and I'm happy to announce that I haven't felt that pain or even the twinge in quite some time. That's the other thing about choices. We can learn from them. I stretch more now, roll my legs out on a foam roller, and ensure I walk both before and after a run. I also run less in general, but I did go for a run this morning. It was on the Mooney Ponds Creek Trail. I had a sensible breakfast, waited the appropriate amount of time for digestion to take place, The weather was cool but fair. Conditions were perfect. I hope you enjoyed this month's review. And if you write your own review, send it my way. I'd love to read it. And while you're at it, if you just want to say hi, you can do that too. You can email me at shorttales.podcast at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at middaypajamas. Until next time, this has been Short Tales and I've been Damien Robb. 